what's going on and welcome to this episode of shit on my mind i am d dub and i am so happy to bring you guys this podcast because i have a lot of shit on my mind let's be honest man i have been meaning to do this podcast here for a minute now so looking forward to telling you guys a little bit about my lifestyle and shit that be going on here in the news that I just got to speak on man so with that being said First thing, um, I want to talk a little bit about this whole John Gruden situation. Matter of fact, I'm going to talk about two coaches here today on this podcast. One, John Gruden, former coach here of the Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders. And then I'm going to talk about Urban Meyer, current uh, coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars and former coach of uh, Ohio State and University of Florida Gators as well. So first off, I know you guys have been following the news with this John Gruden situation and these leaked emails and um, apparently using racial slurs and uh, misogynistic slurs and just everything you could possibly think about um, wrong that this guy actually said in these emails. So first thing, I mean, I don't want to come off as being a flaming hypocrite because I think all of us have done or said some things that were probably offensive at some point in time in our life. And if you say you haven't, you're probably lying. So let's just put that out there, right? We've all done or said some some ignorant shit from time to time. <laughs> like, like we're not all, we're, you know, we're human. We're we going to do that. But let's be honest here. Some things you can't do. Some things you can't say is some things you just should be ashamed of doing or saying. John Gruden sends emails to colleagues and other people using terminology talking about people saying that their lips were the sizes and size of Michelin tires. Let's be real here, man. That speaks of racial undertones all day, every day. Had he said ears, we probably wouldn't say shit. Like, like, let's be real. You got big ears. We don't really say, we don't really take that as being racial. But when you talk about a, a black person's lips, you know, we, we, we understand where, where he's coming from with that. Like, you, you're not about to sit here and pretend like we don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. Miss us with that. But here's what I'm tripping on. Here's what I'm really, really tripping on. John Gruden did this shit years ago. And it was going on for years. It's not like it was a one-time incident. This is numerous emails over a course of time. And what's even sad about that is people knew who this man was. Let's not sit here and pretend like we didn't know who John Gruden was. Now, I get it. He probably puts on this wonderful persona on TV, and he's probably nice when you meet him. But behind closed doors, or uh, when he's with a group of other people who with similar thinking, he feels freely and comfortable to say ignorant shit. Now, I'm going to put a lot of emphasis on the phrase ignorant shit right now. The far-right conservative community, has labeled a term that you guys have probably all heard of cancel culture. Now, before I you know, talk about the far-right conservative community, let me be very clear. I am not conservative. I am not liberal. I'm going to speak on both parties, both political ideologies. If you say some stuff I agree with, I will back you. If you say some shit I don't agree with, I will dog you. So let's make that perfectly clear. With that being said, far-right conservatives want are so quick to label something as cancel culture. Motherfucker, what does that even mean? Like, cancel culture. Let me get this straight. You're saying that somebody said some shit, some ignorant, 
derogatory, foul mouth shit. They get called out for that shit. And somehow you're offended because they got called out for it. And it's not necessarily their fault. It's this cancel culture climate that America's in. And we just want to cancel everything. Well, motherfucker, if you say some ignorant shit, you need to be canceled. Like, I don't understand the concept of, oh, you know, you know, it's freedom of speech, but, you know, you shouldn't go after him for saying something like that or doing something like that. It was so long ago. Motherfucker, you did it. You said it. So why are we, when I say we, why are far right conservatives, I should say that, like, why do they understand, why do they not understand that there are repercussions, there are consequences for things that you do and say? Isn't this the exact same community that want to lock people up in prisons and want harsh, harsh prison sentences for drug crimes and various other miscellaneous things that you probably shouldn't really be in prison for long periods of time over? This is the same community that wants to quickly lock up, you know, people in the urban communities, you know, for... For, for stuff that they really don't need to be in prison for. We ain't going to even get to talk about that in this episode. That's a whole different ball game. But what I'm saying is we want to hold everyone else accountable. Oh, but when uh, political figures or public pu- pu- public figures do and say ignorant shit and they get called out for it, y'all don't want to hold them accountable. Why is that? Let me tell you why. Because it's all about pushing an agenda. We are all for free speech. We love free speech. You weren't saying that when Colin Kaepernick was taking the knee. You had a problem with Colin Kaepernick exercising his freedom of speech rights to speak out against some of the same old bullshit that's been happening in this country for years and years and years. Oh, that's a problem. He shouldn't be doing that. Shut up and play, right? Well, shut up and dribble the ball, LeBron. You know we're talking about Laura Ingram saying that shit. Like, this is what I'm talking about. You can't have it both ways, people. You can't want accountability one place, but then want to turn an eye the other place. You can't do it. I'm sorry. Pick a side. You're either for free speech, and you respect it, or you're against it. Let me tell you something. You don't have to agree with what someone says, but what someone says. But I'll always defend their right to say it. John Gruden, I don't agree with that with what that fool said. I'll defend his right to say it. If you want to say some ignorant racist shit, that's his prerogative. What Bobby Brown say? My prerogative, right? <laughs> Go ahead, John. <laughs> that's your prerogative to do and say that shit. But also understand that there are consequences for doing that. There are consequences when you are a leader of an organization, right? When you're making hiring decisions and you are um, the face of a franchise, so to speak. Man, I remember when John Gruden was at his at his peak. Motherfuckers were showing up to the games with Chucky outfits on and Chucky dolls and all kinds of stuff, man. Chucky had made a comeback with John Gruden, right? You are the face of an organization. You can't do that shit. And people who don't understand that really drive me crazy. But, but here's the one thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to end on this note, y'all. I'm going to end on this note. 
John Gruden ain't the only one. He is not the only one, and he will not be the only one exposed when it's all said and done. The culture, you want to talk about cancel culture, I'm going to talk about a culture right now. The culture of the NFL, white owners, white executives. Sprinkle in a little bit of pepper every now and then. How many black coaches you got? Got a couple. You know, Mike Tomlin, right? Off the top of my head. I'm, I'm going to start right there. Tony Dungy a couple years back. You can sprinkle in Herm Edwards a couple years back. You can sprinkle in a little bit here and there. But you're talking about a league that is 70% black in terms of its players. 70%. 7 out of 10 players are black. So players can play, but we can't find people competent enough to be executives? Let's not talk about that, y'all. Let's not talk about that. Hey, guys, I'm going to take a quick break. Go ahead, pay some bills, get you some coffee, do what you got to do. We're going to come back and get into that Urban Meyer. All right, y'all, welcome back to Shit on My Mind. So just wrapped up John Gruden. Now I got to talk about your man, Urban motherfucking Meyer. So for those of you who do not know who Urban Meyer is, Urban Meyer is an extremely talented head coach. He's won at multiple different uh, schools at the collegiate level, including Utah, won two championships at the University of Florida and a cha- national championship, as well at Ohio State. He is now the head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And recently, last week or so, he kind of got caught up in a scandal. And, you know, honestly, I tell you, I don't really want to call it a scandal. You know, it wasn't necessarily a scandal. It was a, a situation he should have never found himself in. Let's just put it at that. So to give you a little background information, Urban Meyer, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars were playing against, I believe, the Cincinnati Bengals. They had a game in which uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars lost. I think it was a Thursday night game, Thursday game. And instead of flying back with the team, Urban Meyer decides to stay in the Ohio area to see his grandchildren, so he says. During this time, a video surfaces of Urban Meyer at a local um, establishment, a bar, I believe, you know, he, he may own it or has some type of affiliation with the bar. And he's sitting on a stool at the bar, you know, bar atmosphere, music's playing, people having a good time, drinks. And there's a, a, a lady, a young lady, who appears to be dancing up on him. Now, it wasn't anything crazy provocative, um, you know, it wasn't no ridiculous lap dance or, you know, no twerking or anything like that. But it was, you know, a, a girl dancing, kind of brushed up on his leg a little bit in, in a bar setting. Honestly, it wasn't that egregious, to be, to be honest with you. But the issue was, he's the head coach of a football team here. You know, this isn't a mistake that you would think a 57-year-old, 56-year-old, however old Urban Meyer's man would make in his position. This is something you would think a 21-year-old rookie in the NFL would be doing, right? Not something the head coach would be doing. But needless to say, there's video services of him, you know, kind of dancing with this this young lady there, and it instantly goes viral. Right, instantly. And a lot of questions come up. First question being, why the hell, Urban, Urban, let me, let me ask you this. Why in the hell 
Are you still in Ohio? Get your ass on the plane and fly back with your team. The team that just lost. Your team is 0-4. You have yet to win a damn game in the National Football League, but somehow you got time to be in a bar having some young lady dance on your ass. What the hell are you doing, man? What are you doing? So that's the first issue. His ass should have been on a plane with, with this team going back, find, trying to find out what the hell went wrong during the game. That's, that's what should have happened. But since he didn't do that, right, let's get to the next issue. Urban Meyer is a public figure, right? He is considered to be a, you know, a king in Ohio, so to speak. People love him in Ohio, and rightfully so. And I think he might feel that. He, he might feel that just a little bit. And, you know, when, he's not used to losing. He is not used to losing as a head football coach. So now you go into a situation where you don't have the best talent on the roster like you're used to having at Ohio State. You ain't got that in Jacksonville. You don't have the best coaching staff, right? You are not light years ahead of the other teams that you're going to play. It's going to take some time. So maybe he just needed to debrief a little bit. Go to the bar, you know, shit, let me go ahead and have a drink. Let me work some shit out. I get it. Like, I ain't, I'm not even mad at him for what he did. It's just the idea that he, he knows better. You're a public figure, dude. Get your ass on the plane, fly your ass back, and get with your team. It'd be one thing had he won the game. <laughs> Like, had he won the game, got their first win and I don't know, maybe 17, 18 games or whatever, and he says, hey, team, I'm going to stay here in Ohio for a day, see some family, and he was at the bar and shit, it still would have been wrong, but at least people would understand. You know what I mean? Like, he ain't even getting an understanding right now. And so, that's what's messed up. Well, yo, but peep this, though. Peep this, though. What made it even worse was the fact that his wife, Shelly Meyer, her ass... While he was at the bar, she was at home babysitting the grandkids that Urban said he was staying to see. <laughs> ain't, that, ain't that fucked up? She all up on Twitter posting pictures of the grandkids and this, that, and the other. Meanwhile, Urban ass is at the bar getting it in. I can't tell. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. That, that was the icing on the cake for me. That's what really made it funny. Like, <laughs> that's what really, really made it funny. But listen, man. Urban Meyer is a human being. He is a human being. He made a mistake. You know, this. I don't see this as a fireable offense. It should not be. Now, this particular incident by itself, I don't see it as a fireable offense. offense. However, if you look at the collective body of decisions that he has made since being the head football coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, then I think you need to come into a few things need to come into question here. Leadership capabilities. In terms of leading grown men, I don't question Urban Meyer's leadership abilities in terms of uh, leading young men, you know, in college. But we talking about grown ass men now, motherfuckers that's getting a check, right? That's depending on their coach to have shit together so they can perform on the field. That's a whole different ballgame. And that's where I look at some of the decisions that he's made, bringing in Tim Tebow for the practice squad. Right. To take attention away from other shit that's going on. Not a good idea, man. We all know Tim Tebow ain't making no damn team. We all know that. Right. Not a good idea, especially when you have a, a rookie quarterback coming in, number one draft pick. Now you're bringing in Tim Tebow with all this circus shit. Not a good idea. Right. Bringing in a strength coach that you probably that already had a questionable reputation. Right. We already knew about that. Why the hell would you try to bring him on? What are you thinking? Right. And then video services of him. And all. This is what... 
you know what? This is what Urban Meyer truly needs. This motherfucker need a role model. He need a big brother. Like, does he not have any boys? Like, I know you millions of dollars and you do you not have any other friends his age or slightly older that could just pull him to the side and say, hey, man, let me holler at you right quick. Hey, this ain't a good look, bro. I think you need to get your ass on this plane and fly back with the team. I don't think you should stay here and have the team go home by themselves and you the head coach. That's not a good look. Hey, Herb. Hey, Herb. 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 Let me holler at you, dog. Hey, um, I know you checked this dude's sources, but you sure you want to hire this motherfucker? Like, he needs to have <laughs> Uncle Bobby or somebody in his immediate circle that can be next to him and, and let him know when shit's not a good idea. You know what I mean? Like, that that's what he needs. He needs somebody to let him know when shit is not a good idea. <laughs> you wouldn't think that, but we're all human. He That's what he needs, man. So, with that being said, guys, I'm just going to leave it at that. Hey, I'm so glad y'all was listening to me, checking out uh, some shit on my mind. I got a few other things coming up here, you know, so I'm happy it's the middle of the week this weekend. You know, my kids, I'm taking them to the zoo, you know, doing the daddy shit. You know, my kids is five and three, man. You got to do that, man. Spend time with your kids, man. Fuck your job. You know, we understand money is important, but let me tell you something. If something happened to you today, that damn job will post your obituary by next week. I'm saying that job, excuse me, that job will post your job posting to replace your ass before the obituary comes out. Let me tell you something. Don't be giving your energy all to the to the employee, man. Spend some time with your family. Hey, y'all, be blessed. I will catch y'all next time on Shit On My Mind. Have a good one.